Hello. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna be chatting through. I've had an eventful <laughs> couple days. Um, you know, and I've been um, thinking about that Chiron and Leo. Oh, I wanted to clarify, because I know in the the one with um, Kita, the conversation with Kita, I said, like, I, I assumed my Chiron and Leo meant that, like, I'm prone to be, I had to be mindful of not becoming, like, a narcissist. And that's not because I think Leos are narcissists. Um, love Leos, surrounded by Leos, okay? Um, my seventh house is in Leo, so, like... Leo tends to love me back also. <laughs> um, I said that because I know Leo is associated with ego and Chiron speaks to our deepest wound. And I was like, okay, so like what I'm gathering from this without doing any reading, you know, because the only reading I had done was specifically about Chiron. And then I saw it in Leo and I jumped to a conclusion because I was like, okay, Leo is associated with ego. So that means my deepest wound is going to be my ego. So that means I have to be mindful of like not becoming big headed. I have to like, that is like, you know, that is going to be my, like my task this lifetime is to, um, you know, stay out of the spotlight. Don't let myself be celebrated too much because that's just going to go to my head. And, um, <sighs> yep. And then it's going to go to my head and then, um, I'm going to harm people. Like, I'm going to end up being, like, not, like, I'm going to become egotistical and not able to receive criticism and all those things. So, yeah. So, yeah. Just wanted to clear that up in case um, somebody felt like that was Leo slander. Because <laughs> that wasn't it. My, um... But anyway, yeah, here we go. All right, so by no coincidence, you know, talking to Keita last week, my Chiron and Leo came up and <clears throat> it is showing out this week. <laughs> well, not showing out, but um, I am becoming, um, I, I don't know, I think because it could also also partially be because um you know i'm in my saturn return been in my saturn return <clears throat> since you know 27 and a half um but this week in particular it is when saturn is transiting um <clears throat> the natal position my like natal position um so who hitting um yeah so you know i feel like that could be part of it and also just um, a lot of, you know, Mercury retrograde and just, um, I don't know, I feel like this is, there's just big um, shedding energy, shedding mindsets, people, places, and things that um, aren't in alignment with my true self. And naturally that comes with a level of difficulty. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like one thing um 
that I've kind of carried throughout my healing journey, you know, that idea that like um, healing gets lonely. And I feel like I've accepted that. Um, the loneliness doesn't, um, I want to say bother me. I don't know. Like I, it's, I'm good at acknowledging it and being like, this is temporary. And ultimately I know I have folks, <laughs> even if it don't feel like it right now, I ultimately know I do. <sighs> I think the issue that I'm running into, um, or the difficulty I'm having right now when I'm working to release and transcend right now is um, being misunderstood. And um, yeah, how that has played into me desiring to shrink and um, not be my full self. Um, and it's not even about being misunderstood on a grand scale. Um, because yeah, you know, just, I know that we all have different experiences, perceptions, and um, all of that impacts our ability to understand. I know there are people I don't understand, um, and it's solely because I'm not that person. Um, and it's like, I know these things. Um, I just struggle to internalize them. And it is even more of a struggle when, I'm feeling misunderstood by people I care about deeply. Um, yeah. And I know, again, like people can only meet you as far as they've met themselves, as deeply as they met themselves, or just, yeah, they can only be understanding where understanding has been made possible. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think it is one of the reasons why, you know, being misunderstood feels so terrible <laughs> for me in these particular instances in terms of like people I am um, and people I deeply care about um, is because like, I feel like I feel like what, I don't want to say what that person feels I'm doing. I feel like the pain um, the pain that, that you know, these people feel in the present moment or like whatever me showing up as myself triggers for them. Um, you know, that pain overshadows, like, all the other things that I've, like, brought to that person. Um, and that can be valid because, you know, particularly with, um, yeah, I don't want to say particularly with either, with either person. I'm thinking about two specific situations right now. Um, yeah, that that is valid. I don't want to say that could be valid. That is valid. Um, and I'm trying to keep in mind that that's not so much a reflection of me and it's not that I've hurt them so deeply. It's like I have called attention to that pain 
um, that was already existent there. Um, you know, and it, that just makes me a little apprehensive, though, about like forming relationships. Because although I'm speaking about two specific relation, two specific um, situations right now, like I feel like that has been a marker in many of my relationships, where like, um, you know, I think it's because I like do so much. My little sister, shout out to Kiana, my little sister said last night, you know, that I'm so thoughtful and not even in terms of other people, but like in regards to myself. And um, I appreciate her giving me that language. Um, but um, I appreciate her giving me that language and, um, you know, just acknowledging that I, I, I this podcast <laughs> is evidence in and of itself that I just do like spend a lot of time thinking about myself and thinking about how I show up in this world and thinking about my inner workings and everything like that. And, um, you know, that is like, I bring that to every situation. Um, so I feel like if, when people come into community with me, um, or people who are already in community with me, like, um, I don't, yeah, my roommate calls me a reckoner. Like, I, you know, my presence like requires people to reckon things within themselves. Um, and like that's cool and all. <laughs> um, I also have this fear that it like makes people not want to be around me. Um, um, and I feel also that like people think that I'm doing it on purpose. Like I'm like, ooh, I'm, I'm gonna make you face this deep thing, or I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I think it's cool to to like make people think about like things that like are <laughs> heavy or something like that. And like a lot of times, one, I don't really be thinking it should be that heavy. Two, I just be existing. Like, I just be existing, um, you know. Um, and in that existence, I try so hard. Well, not, I don't want to say I try so hard because, you know, I do my best to be mindful. Um, I feel like, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I feel like. It doesn't matter if I feel like I'm being mindful. If it does not feel mindful to the people receiving it, then that's that. Um, yeah, but just, just noting the, the reason why I'm struggling is it's like I I don't do this shit on purpose. Um, and I feel like that can read sometimes that's like me being like i don't do that shit on purpose is me saying like it's beyond my control like i don't um like it's saying like oh, i don't know i don't know i feel like it, it sounds like i'm i'm attempting to absolve myself of some responsibility um and that's not the case um um because i know that like i i do my best to be mindful um and at the end of the day me doing my best like my best cannot just just because I'm doing my best does not mean it suffices 
um, does not mean that it's going to feel that way to other people. <sighs> yeah. Um, but I'm going to read, uh, I guess, Cafe Astrology, because I've never read that one. <laughs> um, in terms of what it says about Chiron and Leo. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it says, you champion standing out as unique, <laughs> taking pride in yourself and enjoying life to the fullest. But you can have some difficulties applying these beliefs to your own life. Perhaps feeling guilty about being prideful, bragging, or showing off when you've done well for yourself. You might even feel guilty for enjoying downtime while doing childish things. Or you could feel inadequate on a creative level. Even though in your head you genuinely believe you should embrace these things. Accurate. You make a powerful teacher, guide, and motivator. While you're all for the philosophy behind the expression, dance as if no one's looking, you have trouble doing so without self-consciousness. And these are the wounds you'd be wise to reflect upon and work through. And I feel like over time, I have like the part about like um, feeling inadequate on a creative level, like, I've been exploring my creativity more and, you know, I've been really encouraging myself like over the past couple of years, like um, to rest and understanding that like rest is power, rest is productive. You know, the I feel like the big crux <laughs> of all of this, um, the, the, the major aspect of this that I have been struggling to like work through and lean in and all that is the part about like being a teacher or a guide motivator um that requires being seen and yeah i'm probably not i'm probably i know i'm hyper focusing on the people who um i don't want to say negatively um the people who have had like unpleasant experiences by way of me showing up as, my, as myself. Um, when there are many, many people who, who have told me um, they appreciate it. They appreciate my questions. They appreciate my comments. They, you know, they appreciate that. Um, I'm, I just feel like nervous about like leaning into that. Cause like, you know, in, we talk about it kind of with we. People talk about it with celebrities, like with the there being a disconnect, and I'm I'm just worried that like or like you know I just been trying to remind myself that like I can multiple things can be true at once, um, and it's like it it's true that like people find a lot of value in this in my presence and everything like that, and it's also true that some people have not. And um, those people's feelings are valid. And I'm always nervous about like leaning into the people who find value in me. Um, and, and because I've seen situations, I feel like when people have like leaned into that and then when they're told otherwise, they aren't able to receive that, you know? And I've been, I've been in a position where I've like, 
attempted to tell someone otherwise like and it's like no i know i'm a good person <laughs> like yeah no like yeah um and i'm i don't want to be that person um because i know how that shit feels <laughs> not only because i know how that shit feels but it's like that's un that's invalidating So, yeah, I feel like I cling to the situations where, like, you know, people have told me I've harmed them um, under the guise of, like, that's keeping me humble. <laughs> you know, if I constantly remind myself, like, of the ways I've fucked up or the harm I've done, um, you know, I, it'll keep me, it'll keep me humble. Um yeah so that's part of it um which like dang like what are what are my alternatives <laughs> how what are the other ways i can foster humility humility into my life um or i don't even think it's so much like humility you know i'm worried about losing compassion i'm, I'm worried about losing compassion and when I have situations with people who you know tell me they feel like I don't care about them and I do or like you know focus on like the ways in which I'm making like or not I'm making them because I can't make anyone yeah it just is really hurtful <laughs> to me um you know or i feel really hurt <laughs> by um the fact that like it seems like all the care and consideration i've brought to this situation doesn't matter and i'm like maybe it doesn't matter because it wasn't enough you know, maybe it doesn't matter because I'm actually not as, like, caring and compassionate as I think I am. You know, maybe I am being unfair. <laughs> And even then, I, I like still try to reach understanding. And like with one situation, that is very much like, you know, the person that, you know, he said, like, all he wants to do is love me. And I'm like, okay, well, the way I define love is like being able to be open, honest, and vulnerable, you know? Um, if I feel like love means I don't have to shrink myself. And again, that's not. 
that's not to say I don't have to be mindful. I don't have to be considerate. Um, I feel like, you know, if I'm around someone who says they love they're saying they love me, I don't have to pretend. Um, and if you're telling me that, like, the way I am showing up is not conducive to your well-being, you know, you feel like... Yeah, if you feel like the way I'm showing up is not conducive to your well-being, or I feel like if that has been made clear to me, or vice versa, if the ways we are showing up for one another, <laughs> showing up in one another's lives are not conducive to our both of our well-being, then it's like, okay, let's explore options to try to get there. And then it's like, in one instance, in one of these situations, that person's like, they don't want to explore the options. Um, it's my dad. <laughs> and, uh, it's my dad. And I didn't want to say that because I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if this man ever is going to listen to this or if someone listens to it and it's going to turn into like T talking shit about me and whatever. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he's not interested in exploring those options. Um, and he reserves that right. And I reserve the right to be like, okay, I'm going to have only like a specific relationship with you. Like, is we only be cordial. We only be like associates then. Um, see you when I see you type thing. Because it's like, we aren't we can't we're not re, we're, we're not getting anywhere <laughs> we're not getting anywhere we don't understand one another um there's resistance to the work that can be done for us to reach that understanding and i don't i don't know what else to do at this point you know and like in, a, in another situation um, with someone I deeply care about, um, you know, I'm just overall striving to have authentic relationships with everyone in my life. Like that has been a goal for years now. And I'm just working through all of that with everyone, um, you know, taking it one at a time as much as I possibly can. Um, all in all, though, that is like, like I said, love to me is being open, honest, and vulnerable. Um, and yeah, fostering that like trust through that and um, closeness and everything and intimacy through that, through being open, honest, and vulnerable. Um, and if that is not something that people are accustomed to doing, um, and also, if you just have, like, a bunch of differences that require time and attention to work through, like, it's going to require time and attention. <laughs> and being told and shown repeatedly that, like, that work can't be prioritized, like, that really, like, your relationship with that person can't be prioritized, or, like, it can't be prioritized right now, you know, and then staying invested and waiting kind of waiting around until it can be 
prioritize like in, in in that period of waiting i like realized that you know i should probably just be focusing on myself right now <laughs> like i should just be focusing on myself um yeah or something else or like you know like i said because i'm taking these things one at a time so it's like yeah um like for example i was like when I when I turned twenty seven, I naturally, you know, sat in return. Um, I texted both my parents and was like, or like contacted both my parents separately, and was like, you know, there's some things that have occurred over the years that I would like to talk about in order to foster, you know, genuine closeness here and everything like that. You know, shit that got swept under the rug. Da da da. da. Um, and that was really like a lot, <laughs> like. I should not have, um, it was, let me not say, it was not very, like, I just assumed that, like, these niggas would be like, great, yes, let's talk about these for whatever reason. I don't know why I made that assumption. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I gathered from that situation because of how they both reacted and, and like, what the outcome emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually was for me. Well, spiritually, I feel great about it. But, you know, the mental, emotional, physical, it, it, your girl was fucked up for a bit. Um, you know, from that, I was like, let's let's take these things one at a time. So, like, I try to focus on one relationship at a time, um, you know, and uh, with the understanding that, like, the work... I'm doing with this one person will be able to color my relationships in general. Like I'm learning a lot here that I can apply elsewhere. Um, so yeah, I was like, well, either I need to like, not either like, okay, so I'm being told and shown that, that this relationship isn't being prioritized by this person um, for very legitimate reasons, you know? There were there there were more pressing things, um, or uh, you know, and it hurts me to say that like there were no pre more pressing things because I feel like I'm minimizing myself. Um, there were things that felt more pressing to them happening at the time, and you know, played into why like we couldn't work through, we couldn't like. Well, they didn't have time and attention at that moment. Um, but, you know, fast forward and I've decided to like, or not decided, but I, I was working through the realization that like that attention should be diverted elsewhere, possibly directly to within as I'm, especially as I'm like moving into like this milestone year um, and everything like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, I probably should just put a pause on like, all these outside things, um, working through these things with all these other people, um, and like hyper focus on myself um, for a bit. Um, you know, I get to that point, and you know, the person is understanding, and at the same time, you know, express that like it does not feel fair to them because now they're in a space where they can start to prioritize these things and that should hurt my fucking feelings because it's like 
you know, I'm trying to understand that like saying it doesn't feel fair and saying that it's not fair are different things. So, you know, they said it doesn't feel fair and that's valid. They did not say I'm not being fair. Um, It hurt my feelings though, (laughs) hearing that, because it's like all the effort, all the space and grace and everything that I've like provided up to this point. Like, I feel like I've been being, I'm being fair as fuck. (laughs) And yet again, like, it doesn't matter that I feel like I'm being fair. It doesn't feel like fairness to the other person. But because, not but, because these situations involve people, like I said, I feel deeply, um, I care deeply about You know, I'm really having difficulty, like, understand, like, feeling comfortable showing up as myself. Yeah. So this damn Chiron and Leo, like, allow yourself to be seen and step into and accept that energy and honor your gifts and all that shit like that. And it's like some major players in my life are not fucking with that. (laughs) And like, yeah. Just feeling a little discouraged. Feeling a little discouraged. Trying to remember is temporary. Trying to remember that trying to remember that we're all reflections of one another and mirrors sometimes mirrors were the things that we don't necessarily want to acknowledge within ourselves and um you know someone doesn't want to acknowledge the thing, I have no control over that. I have no control over that. And that should not stop me from showing up and allowing myself to be seen. All right, I wanted to come back real quick. Um, not <laughs> come back real quick. Like y'all know that I like stepped away. Anyway, um, well, probably because I'm sure I sound a lot less um whew, at what's in. 
<laughs> um, but anyway, um, I looked up Chiron and Leo, Chiron in the seventh house, because since, you know, Leo's in my seventh house, um, that means Chiron's in, my Chiron's in my seventh house. And, um, yeah, I Googled that. And the first website that came up was Astrology Owl, which if you know me, you know, I love Owl. So like I'm sold, I'm in there. <laughs> so I'm just going to read this as well. Chiron and Leo in the natal chart wound. If you have Chiron and the sign of Leo in your natal chart, then you are working with a wounding of the solar principle. The solar principle is associ associated with active, outgoing, and confident forms of creativity. This means there is a shadow cast over your ability to express yourself. <laughs> you may have trouble showing off or accepting praise for a job well done. Carmen and Leo individuals are often excessively humble to the point of putting a damper on their own creativity. You have a deep longing to be known for something you make, conceive, or initiate. Healing gifts. A healing gift you possess with Chiron and Leo is bringing out decisiveness and creativity in others. You seem to spark in others a desire to construct the most brilliant, alluring, and glorious expressions of society. You know, and that makes me think of my sister, um, who is a Leo, um, and she is brilliant, like brilliantly creative, can make anything, and I do try to tell her that all the time, so it's hitting um people often see you as a catalyst for opening up the creative aspect within themselves uh, um, people often see you as a catalyst for there's a typo my bad people often see you as a catalyst for open up the creative aspect within themselves or their latent creativity that was waiting to be awakened you are excellent at giving people positive feedback you know i love <laughs> Love me some words of affirmation and encouragement for their talents. As a person with displacement, other people are really intrigued by your opinion. Mm, are they? Oh, again, okay. Hyper-focusing uh, hyper on the people who don't like it <laughs> versus the people who seek me out for my opinion. <sighs> you have great potential to influence. Well, you have, yeah. You have great potential to influence and bring healing energy to other people in order for them to feel confident, special, and unique. Okay, like I hear you. It don't be feeling that way sometimes. Seventh house. Key words associated with the seventh house are marriage, partnership, relationships, business partners, friends, social life, balance, legal matters, cooperation, collaboration, compromise, love, and contracts. And, you know, again. Leo's in my seventh house. I feel like that's what I mean. Like, Leo's in my life. Be cool. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like, yeah. Thinking about, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we cool. Um, I feel like the Leo's in my life are, like, the group of people who have, um, and it's not just them, but like if I were to lump together the Leos in my life, I would say a theme um, across them is like limitless love. Like, um, like I said, my big sister, you know, um, she's loved me through some very wild things. <laughs> the, you know, my stepdad, um, you know, has shown up for me, and like that man is not my father. <laughs> um, but for years, people thought that was my, like, 
until my people met my real dad, they was like, I thought that, <laughs> I thought that other dude was your dad. And I'm like, it was seen that, seen that way. I mean, um, that's not any shade to my dad because my dad was there as much as he possibly could be. My dad did as much as he possibly could for me. You know, he did his app, he did his best. And I, and I believe that. And also my stepfather, like, showed up and show out still shows up and shows out for me um my friend Sharon, <laughs> my friend Sharon, every i like every holiday every i don't know i haven't seen Sharon probably since 2012 20 no the last time i seen Sharon in person was 2013 nine years ago um every holiday i get a text from Sharon. like yeah she check it like any anyway, okay not to fall down this rabbit hole um at all and then my nephew zade i feel like he loves me so much <laughs> which could just be like hopeful thinking he probably just he you know has whatever disposition he's too he probably just considered loves me just as much as he loves everyone else um which is cool um but i enjoy it you know anyway um, angular house type. An angular house type is ruled by a cardinal sign. Libra is a cardinal sign overseeing the seventh house. So, yeah. The seventh house is associated with partnerships, marriage, and contracts. It is where you start to see yourself expressed through others. Often people do not express the sign on the seventh house very easily. <laughs> okay, and I'm sure I'm having added difficulty expressing the sign in my seventh house because it is also my Chiron. Um, often people do not express the sign of the seventh house very easily, but instead live out the themes of this house through their relationships. Mm. <laughs> this house is the area of life where you have made commitments to someone else, often in a legal or official capacity. For this reason, the seventh house can be seen as your relationship to a business partner, a close friend, or a spouse. On a spiritual level, the seventh house is bringing awareness to the areas of life you find yourself in opposition to. Whew. Jesus. <laughs> On a spiritual level, the, the seventh house is bringing awareness to the areas of life you find yourself in opposition to. For example, for me, being seen. Um, and my higher self just double down with that shit they said okay yeah we're gonna put <laughs> we're gonna put leo a sign you know a sun sign <laughs> the eye the ego the you know we're gonna put that in your seventh house so you can like <laughs> struggle with that and then we're gonna double down so um we're gonna make your chiron in leo and put that in your seventh house so sort through that shit fun Anyway, this is why individuals may end up dating their complete opposite zodiac sign, as the saying goes, opposite attract. Opposites attract. Having a lot of planets in their seventh house indicates that you will often be searching for yourself and others. Damn, how many planets I have in my seventh house? Um, let me look at that real quick, too. Damn, it said searching for yourself and others, which... I would argue I've done my fair share of for sure. Okay, seventh, seven. Oh, I don't got a lot of planets in there. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. So, two. Here we are. 
Um, how you relate to your own identity and the identity of others is in the themes of this house. Whew. Dang. You know, <laughs> I'm grateful. I'm just going to express gratitude for having and finding this information now as opposed to... Yeah, as opposed to, um, you know, because part of me is like, damn, like you should have done your Googles before um, you could have you should have already started this work. Like you're a fool for coming to that wild ass assumption about your Chiron and Leo and then going years operating that way. Um, but offer myself grace and compassion because I came to that conclusion based on what my life looked like <laughs> and safety you know um it was an expression of safety i feel um because of like the response i was getting i felt like to being seen obviously the response i'm still feeling like i'm getting to being seen um um yeah just need a mindset shift a perspective shift um more harmony like don't throw out the what i feel like um are um adverse responses to me showing showing up as me like don't throw those out don't throw out that information don't invalidate what people are being like what's being shared to you take that into account um don't let that consume you though um Cause there are a lot of people who value how you show up in this world, um, how you express yourself creatively, verbally, spiritually, <laughs> emotionally, physically, like, you know, through movement, all of that stuff. Like there are people who find value in that. And ultimately like you find value in that. So uh, you, I, me, <laughs> um, no, I'm saying this to you, T, with as much grace, um, with as much love and compassion. And I don't want you to feel like you're being scolded right now. You deserve to be seen. You are worthy of being seen. Your presence is not harmful by nature. We are all having our separate experiences. Our separate journeys as humans in Sometimes our journeys rub up against each other and that doesn't make anyone bad, um, you know, good, none of that. We are all just existing and doing our best and you are included in that and you are included in the we. And it's okay. 
it's okay if people don't understand you. Especially, especially when you've done your best to foster loving understanding. I love and appreciate you very much. And I hope you know even when it feels like other people aren't valuing you, I value you so much. And I'm grateful for the person that you are today, right now. Thank you. So yeah, there's that. Um, overall, yeah, like the situation with my dad and then like that other situation I shared about, I, you know, based off of like feedback from other people as well, just feeling like how I naturally show up and how I naturally respond to things um, is, yeah, it seems to be in opposition to the ways that um, people, a number of people I genuinely, I like deeply care about, um, desire me to, and yeah, like, part of me is like, you know, you can't dictate your life based on what other people, how other people want you to show up. And then the other part of me is like, okay, but like, what if the way they're asking you to show up is like the way you're actually supposed to show up and um, you're doing this life shit wrong and you're hurting a bunch of people in the process. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm actively working on releasing that in acknowledging that it is difficult and um you know people are going like sometimes how I intuitive like and that's okay so yeah that's where it comes becomes difficult for me um because it feels like I'm showing up in a way that I feel intuitively called to and I'm being told that that is like causing people harm um and not again <laughs> um these are specific people um and you know just one thing in particular um like i said that other situation i mentioned like you know they also share with me that um how I respond to things they share feels invalidating um, often. And, you know, that was, that was tough to hear. Um, 
mainly because like and that's not to say that no one has ever felt this way before and it's also quite possible that someone could have shared this with me before and i like missed it or it could be the fact that like people felt that way and just never mentioned it to me um you know by having this person i deeply care about say that and you know we know intent doesn't correlate to impact but overall thinking about the fact that like the way i would respond was would be like not like I wouldn't be like this is the right way to respond it it would be like this is intuitively how I feel I should respond to this and my natural intuitive response feels invalidating to someone I love very much that's a toughie that's a toughie um wait not but overall like I said, just not throwing out that information and um, understanding like all of that, all of that feedback is valuable and should be held in harmony with everything else I know about myself um, as opposed to um, being the lens through which I see myself. I see my myself, yes, because multiple self, but also I see myself um, from now on. And that is all I have. <laughs>